Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 63 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I am so excited about today's episode because we have one of my amazing clients, Jenny Beck of Phytophysies, who is an Amazon expert and all things dog connoisseur. So I love this episode because we are diving deep into Amazon, which is not, I don't think we have any episodes on the podcast where I actually talk about Amazon. Um, Amazon, I had a great experience selling on Amazon, so I do have knowledge of the platform. I sold both my subscription box business on there and I sold products on their you know, regular platform. And I loved Amazon. It, I had leftover product and it just sold like magic. So I love Amazon. I know a lot of people don't like it. Um, as a seller, there's so much opportunity. So we're, we're going to dive into Amazon with Jenny today. And she is going to share all things about Amazon. So we're diving into things like how to get started on Amazon, the differences between, you know, selling FBA versus um, FBM, how to discover amazing products that have a huge opportunity for you, search tools, and so much more. So I am so excited. And then a little bit about Jenny. So when this dog mom wanted to get her two dogs that both have very unique but challenging issues Phytophysies, her company was born. It started out with dog bath bombs and now is a line of pet wellness products to help your dog live its best life through natural wellness. The mission behind Phytophysies is to help dog moms tackle all their dog size problems, anxiety, allergies, damaged paws, or just looking for a cuteness overload of one of their gift sets. From the beginning of the business, Amazon was a primary sales channel for Phytophysies, and now, and now it is the primary sales channel for a whole new brand born out of seeing holes in the market based on her own purchasing needs. With experience with navigating the many complicated processes that being an Amazon seller can entail, she brings a ton of nuggets on how pushing through can bring success. So grab your coffee, grab your wine. This is going to be an amazing episode. Hey, Jenny, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. I am so excited too. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. So before we dive into all things Amazon, can you just introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you and your business. So my name is Jenny Beck and I am the owner of Phytophysies and another company that we just started called Bath Rebo. So we have uh, two Amazon stores uh, currently and sell a variety of uh, dog wellness products uh, such as our, our main product is dog bath bombs. Um, but we also started selling um, based on some fun things that I'll share today. 
uh, started selling some kind of makers types items um, that people can make uh, soaps and different various crafts with. Cool. It's very interesting. You're very like multi-talented. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. It's all about looking at opportunity. And so we, we really, we've had the dog business now for, I think four years and we've been selling on Amazon almost that whole time. Uh, so the, the new venture is in the last like seven months or so since we launched that. And that is far surpassing our other businesses sales just because it's more of a commodity, which obviously has higher um, search and sales volume on Amazon. Okay. So interesting. And I can't wait to like dive into some of that stuff first, maybe how did you, so when you launched your, the first pet business, what made you want to sell on Amazon? Did you always know it would be on Amazon or did you start off with your own website and then you thought, okay, we'll, we'll also try Amazon. So it was interesting. I started that business when I met my now husband. Uh, he was an Amazon seller and he sold different commodities, not anything that was like really had synergy together as a product line, but it was more yeah. like he used different tools to look at what the opportunity is on Amazon. And there's there's lots of tools out there that you can actually find out what, if I'm looking or I think, uh, this item looks intriguing, or you found something that's interesting, you can actually go and look and see how does that product sell for similar Amazon sellers. And so with using that tool, he sold uh, expandable hoses, which is kind of funny, but he sold a lot of expandable hoses. I mean, he had containers of, of, um, of those hoses sent over from China. So he would order them and then he would uh, go and literally like have the whole container shipped and then sent into Amazon. So it was uh, a really interesting experience because he had such great success that he actually started to try other products. Uh, he sold tea diffusers. He sold uh, camping uh, cookware. Uh, literally, when I met him, his whole garage was just filled with all of these products and so I got the idea and then we went and used that tool that he had uh, and looked at, okay, dog bath bombs is something that we started with and we kind of invented around, I have, I have a dog mom of three. I absolutely love um, all things dogs, just like you. And so we started, because uh, our little Yorkie had such bad skin, like just so bad. And so I wanted to try to make something that would be really helpful for his skin. And then we have a Boston that has epilepsy and she's just like a nervous wreck all the time. So we came up with our Zen puppy bath bomb, which has lavender and Roman chamomile. And, and that was invented to help her, you know, calm, calm down in bath time because it was so bad. And so we didn't, there was no one selling um, this. So we kind of, they, we called it like we're the category king because we were literally the innovator on that. And so we put together, I kind of bootstrapped, put together packaging, developed recipes. I was working full time at, at that uh, kind of uh, innovation time in that business. And I came home with a PowerPoint to present it to my now husband. And I was like, we're going to have all these varieties. And he's like, oh my God, Jen, like what the what? Uh, and so then we just, we figured it out and we launched the business and, uh, it's been a really interesting journey. I've learned so much because 
people have this perception that selling on Amazon is like just so complicated. And I'm so lucky that I had my husband that had navigated through a lot of those complicated things. But I've also just had to figure a lot of those out for myself because he, um, he, he works full time and uh, this is kind of my baby now. Okay. Oh my gosh. I feel like I have, I feel like there's so much to unpack in that, what you just talked about. I think the thing that I am, the thing that stood out the most to me is the first part when you were talking about your husband and how he used a tool to figure out opportunity. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that. And you know that I love that because mm -hmm. you're not just saying, oh, I feel like, like I'm passionate about anything like dog stuff or, or really anything. I'm just going to start a business and like sell that. But instead he said, okay, wh where, let me look at Amazon. Let me look at data and then figure out what the opportunity is that people are searching for. And there's either like not enough um, product out there or any of that kind of stuff. So first off, I love that so much. We're going to have to come back to that after. Like, I'd love to talk a little bit more about that later. Like what tool that is and how that works. Mm -hmm. Because there's, there's several I in the marketplace, which is nice. Yeah. I just think it, that's you're making smart. educated decisions. Like yeah. so many business people yeah. make, like, I'm just going to throw it against the wall and yes. see if it sticks. And yeah. like, yep. there, you don't have to do that. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And of course that's like the, that's like the huge thing that popped out at me was like, I love hearing when people use data to make decisions and not just like, Oh, I think my sales are coming from it. You know, this place where like, I think my customers will love this, but instead you're using actual data that tells you, yes, people are searching for this. So here's my opportunity, which I, mm -hmm. I love that. I'm obsessed with that. Um, so and that, and I also like, it makes me laugh because so many people out there are like, and I'm sort of, I'm not, I'm not agreeing with this statement either way. I, I agree with it, but I also feel like I don't agree with it. Like find something that you're super passionate with and do that. And, you know, it'll make you money, but that doesn't always work. You know, right. there has to be a need for a product and there has to be an opportunity for a product to work. And I love the fact that you were like, oh, he's selling hoses or something random that is not like a super sexy thing that you would want to no. sell. Like selling, Wait. like I had a subscription business and I sold like these adorable bandanas and all this crap. And here's someone who was like, you know what? I found an opportunity in Amazon and I sold hoses. <laughs> yeah. In one month, he sold $250,000 of hoses. One month. What? But yeah. <laughs> crap. Yep. We, but it, it's literally, it's a lot to, to keep up with wow. when you're at that volume and, um, yeah. wow. something kind of monumental happened. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'd love to talk about being brand registered today is he was selling a very, a, a commodity that literally anybody could sell. And you've probably been shopping on Amazon. It says you can buy it from this seller or 29 others like it. So what happened is, is that a Chinese seller basically came in and he was the person that was always showing up in that top spot. Well, yeah. you don't own your listing on Amazon. Amazon owns your listing and they can put whoever they want. And so literally in the drop of a hat, his, his sales just got shut off because oh. he got pushed out of that position and it just, it changed drastically. Uh, and so like, that's why we've kind of went in a different direction because that's a commodity that we can't control the sales environment as much as we can with the yeah. bat bombs. 
And so with our new company, we're going to go through the process of becoming brand registered as well, because nobody can hijack your listing. You have a trademark on it. Um, and being brand registered is like when you go on and you're looking at Fitbit's page, you're looking at Nike's page. Like these are companies that are brand registered that basically like our name is trademark and nobody can infringe on our territory. And so we went through the process, which was a lengthy process to get a trademark. And we actually had it denied and had to hire a lawyer to fight it because somebody filed the name Fluffy Fizzies a week before (laughs) our trademark. And it has nothing to do with dogs, but they rejected it. And so we... We went and hired a lawyer and I think it was around like $800 or something like that. And he went and bought the trademark and we won. So that it paid off, but we had to go through a little bit of hoops. And with that, we could send that into Amazon and we got brand registered, which means that like there is not going to be multiple sellers of our Fido Fizzies product on Amazon. It's just not possible. Okay. And because I'm not like, yes, I've sold a little bit on Amazon for my old subscription business. And I had a fantastic experience with Amazon. Um, I'm not an Amazon expert, so I just want to preface with that, but I'm going to ask some questions because I think a lot of people that might be interested in Amazon don't really quite know. So I'm just going to ask some questions. So when you said brand registered, is that when, cause I know yesterday or a few days ago, I was looking up a product and when I clicked on it, it opened up almost like a landing page. Like you have like yep. a beautiful, header. it's beautiful. Yep. It's like, it's like almost like their proper mini website on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Is that what a brand registered business on Amazon gets for yes. being brand registered? Okay. Yep. So that is actually, I know you and I, um, have been working on a lot of other things like our website and things like that, but our brand mm-hmm. registry page is something that's on my roadmap to really kind of perfect and probably get some, you know, style kind of photos to be able to upload um, because it, it is a complicated page. It's like basically telling the story of your product, your business, um, and it's completely dedicated right. to that business. And so it's like a mini landing page or mini website within Amazon. And uh, so th- you get that when you are brand registered. Okay. So do you feel like there's an advantage to being brand registered or not? Somebody can't say that they're selling your product and try to basically what I call hijack your listing. Okay. And is this we've, something we've that- actually had people try like before we were, we had, really? yes, we had, um, and actually it's kind of funny. Uh, I've several times found our photos hijacked on Amazon that they were saying that they could make our product with like their molds. So we've had to report that listing, Uh, but nobody could go and create a listing saying that they're selling Phytophysis bath bombs because of being brand registered. Okay. Um, That's so funny that people would just steal your photo. I mean, I'm not surprised. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised. I feel like people just steal everyone's everything, especially on a website like Amazon, because you're like, oh, well, no one will know. It's it's so big. No one will ever know. And like, yes, they will know. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think like, especially overseas, there's a lot of, um, like Chinese businesses because that's kind of the heart of manufacturing. The heart of all of that is kind of driven by that. A lot of that happens there. And so I've had to reach out and just ask them to remove our photos, tell them that we're brand registered and that those photos are unauthorized. And 
you, when you get a trademark can actually apply to get an international trademark. So like you would have protection in China, which, uh, my husband has a really close friend that sells like gun parts. And I think he's got like a $7 million business selling gun parts. And about half of that is on Amazon. And one of those pieces, like he actually invented and he's had like the Chinese, like have tried to steal his, his trademark product and try to resell it. Um, again, so many times. And so he's got international patents and trademarks on his product now. So, but it's usually a, a lot more costly um, to, to do that. I think it was like an additional $1,200 to file that kind of uh, paperwork. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think like another thing that sort of stuck out to me when you were talking about Amazon is the lack of control. Like that is why pretty much everything I preach to people is like, have your own website. Yeah. Grow your email list because you own those two things. You do not own social media. You don't own Instagram. And I see so many people putting all the eggs in one basket. I like that you're very like upfront about the fact that Amazon can turn off your listing. Amazon can push you from spot number one to spot number 10. And then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, what if that's your whole business? What happens after that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's difficult about that process, we actually had someone attack our listing. And they sold a, it was, it's more of a commodity type maker's product. So they sold us basically the same product, but it was almost twice as expensive for some reason. And she was the only other seller. And so we kind of drew all these correlations because we started getting comments and questions that were very, very specific. And then all of a sudden our listing got completely shut down and then it followed our store being shut down. And so I, she reported it and Amazon doesn't tell you what, this is what you need to do to fix it. We had to go through 18 iterations of fixing like a word, fixing a picture. Uh, And then finally I was like, I'm guessing she said we're selling a non-authentic product. So we submitted um, the material data sheet and that magically fixed it. But that was on our like 18th try. So uh, we got our listing back up, but it was down on a weekend, which weekends are are very high sales competitive comparatively. So uh, yeah. it, it it hurt, but you know we figured it out, which is part of the process. Like uh, that's frustrating, but um, it's yeah. frustrating that 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 would happen in general. But you know that we can't get that feedback. It's just it's a lot of it is computer automated that they're just like, nope, not approved. Uh, and we're like, oh, back to the drawing board. What else could it be? Oh, my God. And was that the was that Phytophysies or was that a different product? No, that was the other product. Yep. Okay. Wow. Um, that's so interesting. So you started on Amazon. You you know, your husband sold all these interesting products, which I think is so awesome because sometimes you know, you find an opportunity and it's not like this super interesting product that you think is interesting, but it's something that people search for in need. And so I just yep. think that, I have to say that's brilliant. And I love that because again, a lot of people will say, Oh, just do something that you're super passionate about, but that doesn't always yep. mean that it's going to actually sell instead figure out an opportunity that people need and figure out how you can solve that problem for them. So I love that. Um, so when you first started with Amazon, how like, how did you start learning about it? Was it through your husband or did my you- husband is like a, 
a whole oasis of knowledge, but he also was in all of these groups. Um, there's actually like Amazon meetup groups uh, okay. that were local. And he met one of our groomsmen in that group. So they were, you know, like developed this friendship or relationship out of these meetups. Uh, and then he is in uh, a couple groups that are, you know, kind of like you have a podcast, but it's very Amazon or e-commerce focused. I think one of them is called like e-commerce fuel. And so he is in their like mini kind of mastermind group. And so they have uh, different meetings uh, on a monthly basis that are via webinar and talk about different topics because things can change too. Like, you know, the algorithm, just like we talk and everybody complains about Facebook and Instagram, like Amazon does the same thing or they change like, they're now having the different delivery things where you can, you know, choose an opt to have deliver delivery timeframes change. And, um, they will also, depending on your inventory that you have there, if they present it to a customer or not based on the nearest distribution center that has it. So there's like wow. all of these little things that, that can change on an ongoing basis, but, you know, he kind of just really dug into learning everything. He's a little sponge and he just, wants to learn everything he can about a topic. And so I, some of those things, but also like just going through the process, like this happened, how do we fix it? Uh, selling a product that is a what they consider a topical product because it does touch someone's skin has a whole mm -hmm. extra layer of rules and regulations around it. And so several times um, we are topically approved, but several times, like literally they, it, they just shut it down and kicked us out of being topically approved. So then our product wasn't being presented in when somebody searched dog bath bombs because dog bath bomb would be a topical. So there's just little nuances that since we've been on there so long now, like usually we can, okay, what do we got to do to fix this? And a lot of times it's just resubmitting the same stuff that you did before. So you just got to keep a folder of like your MDS sheet. We actually because it's a product that we make, we had to make our own MDS out of all of the ingredients that um, are included in our bath bombs. And then we had to submit that. So that was quite a lengthy process because those MDS, I think it was like seven pages or something. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's it a is. A, it is a lot, but like every time we just resubmit it. And so just say we've been approved for topical before, but again, it's hard to talk to that human, you know, everything is like automated and, um, yeah. which they had to just think of how many sellers there, there is. I know. Well, I'm laughing right now because about two years ago, I don't know. One of the clients, one of the clients I work that the only client that I still do there, a lot of their marketing for, um, I was doing something for their Instagram, like listing their products on Instagram or something. I don't know. And it kept getting rejected. And I was like, what the F why is this getting rejected? Well, everything is fine. Cause I've done everything. Like I wrote the product descriptions. I uploaded the photos like, and you know me, like I do all the keywords and all that stuff. And I was like, what yep. is going on? And after like loads of research and looking at different information groups and finally digging into a lot of things, we found out that our, the products were being flagged because they, Facebook thought we were selling live animals because we mentioned the word like <laughs> feather, like there was the word feather or some, something oh. like something in the title of a product triggered the whole thing. And so they thought we were selling live animals. And so I just switched a couple things around and then like, okay, it's approved. It's, it's yeah. so funny. 
some of those things are everything is like bought and automations and you know yep. if you have one word in your listing it gets flagged and then you're shut down and it's just yep. crazy and again it just goes to show you the importance of having control like what what are the things you can control in your business like having your own website um, mm-hmm. all these tools while they're amazing, like you have to play by their rules and you're not going to get a person on the phone telling you this is what's wrong with your Amazon listing. So, right. Yeah. And that's why we hired you great. to help us get that website looking so much better and being pretty. And, uh, <laughs> because I know like something can happen anytime and shut our, our listing down. And, and yeah. obviously that's, you know, kind of scary. And so we just, we want to make sure that we're feeding our yeah. own business and not feeding just Amazon's business. Yeah. And if someone is sort of wanting to start on Amazon, where do you think the biggest opportunity is? Is the opportunity to do that, like use one of those tools that you're talking about and just go through whatever that is. Um, I'm actually doing something similar with my Amazon kids book. And so I'm learning mm-hmm. all about like, how to figure out what categories to list your product under based upon search and based upon your competitors and how many books they're selling. It's so crazy. And I'm loving learning about that stuff. And I love that one created a tool just for that. I think that's, it's brilliant. Yeah, Um, There's several out there. And what's nice is one of them is like literally a browser extension. So whenever you search on Amazon, the extension automatically populates it under the listing in uh, like the, okay. the summary page of all the returns. So like you just get this snapshot view and then you can go in and get more specific. But we, I think that the biggest thing is if you're continuously buying something and you're having a hard time getting it, like it doesn't make sense. Like, why is this hard? That is our, our newest product that we launched about, um, I think it maybe almost like eight, nine months ago now, but We've had steady uh, sales of around $6,000 a month on a $21.99 product. So think of how many, that's a lot. And we've consistently been about that for, I think, five months now. And literally, I mean, it's not not something that I'm passionate about, but I know there's a need for it because whenever I ordered it, uh, we used the product in our bath bombs. And whenever I ordered it, it would take two weeks to get it. So we thought if we go and put it in Amazon Prime, which Mm -hmm. I know that that's like super scary to a lot of people to think about, like, how does that even work? But we put it in Prime and we put enough in inventory that they could distribute it to all the different distribution centers kind of across the U.S. Because when they do that, your listing is going to show up in Texas if they have some at that Texas um, facility, you know, like. Okay. We, we just kind of went all in and said, we want to show up. And so we sent enough in that we would be showing up with a big footprint across the United States. And like, then all of a sudden, like, oh, they have inventory because Amazon looks at things like they have inventory, they're price competitive. When presented mm-hmm. on a search result page, they're clicked on because a, maybe their photos are good or our price is good or the description was good. And then they're converting. So like all of those factors, Amazon goes ding, ding, ding. Every time one of those little criteria are met. And so now we are a bestseller in that category and have consistently been around um, 6,000. I mean, and that's like something that we just, we looked at an opportunity. I was having Mm -hmm. a hard time getting this and 
now like it's it's doing pretty great enough that we felt like it could be its own brand and so we're going through the process of selling that product but under a brand new brand that um i had beautiful packaging made in in china and so that like the bags are really pretty and the pictures really pop when you're looking at the search result page on amazon and so we're we're going to convert the one pro- product over to the other brand because we got some confusion like is this for dogs or you know just to we didn't want to have mm-hmm. to create a listing and not know so we were able to test it under our other brand very successfully and then just launch it under this new brand wow amazing i love it that's so inspiring and i don't know i feel like i have so many questions uh, <laughs> When you, I mean, I know that you guys found the opportunity just from your other, like, you know, the phytophysies thing. What if someone mm-hmm. wanted to kind of get started? They're like, I want to learn Amazon. I want to create a product. Do you feel like you have to do that research first and just find something? And then say, again, you found like garden hose, like you were talking about your husband mm-hmm. sold hoses. Yeah. So say someone he saw opportunity, opportunity in that tool. Like, how do you how would you get started then? Like once you figured out, okay, there's this weird product, like I'm going to sell fake artificial Christmas trees because everyone's searching for it, but there's not a lot of sold. How do you get that product? Do you have to go overseas and get it manufactured or do you have to just figure out someone who's already selling it overseas? Like how does that stuff work? So we've done it two ways. So one of our, our with Phytophysies, i branched out because you can only use so many dog bath bombs and dogs just don't get a bath every day like us humans do or every other day depending on the human and so we wanted to look at like how could we create more of an experience uh so that we could get to a higher price point but as also like have some diversity in our package that like a dog mom looks at and goes oh my god that is so flipping cute i need that and so those products i've actually sourced in china i've uh, found a dog bandana designer thanks to you and like have designed these adorable bandanas. And then I found cute toys and like, you can find so many, if you have an idea, you can look at, I use Alibaba.com. Um, I use the app and I've bought probably 30 different products off of there for our different gift sets but I'm a maker. And so like, I literally make our dog bath bombs and I make some of our other products. So like we have a paw spa line with paw melts. And so what I did is I went and I figured out, okay, this is how I'm going to make it. This is my mold. This is my everything. And then I had packaging designed around it. And like, I put that together and then we've listed it on Amazon. So I took all the different pieces and put them together rather than buying a prepackaged product. So there's two different ways that you can do it. And with our, um, our new venture, we literally are buying in bulk. Like I literally had a huge pallet of this stuff dropped off with these 80 pound drums. And (laughs) we, we break those big bulk, quantities down to something that's digestible to sell on Amazon at the pound and like a pound and a half to a pound and a quarter. Oh my God. I love it so much. I can only, I'm laughing cause I'm just picturing, cause I know you also have another business. Yes. I, I've owned like another 500 yeah. businesses 
Um, I can imagine, I'm not sure if you could keep this at your house or like a warehouse or a storage, but I can only imagine the amount of product you have in your mm-hmm. house. Cause when I have my subscription business, I did everything out of my house. I never went to a warehouse when I was looking into selling my business. Um, I would have gone to a warehouse if I did not sell my business because mm-hmm. I was literally being pushed out of my house with inventory. I would literally have boxes up to the ceiling in our, we lived in a townhouse in Seattle, by the way. So it isn't like we lived yeah. in a place where we had a lot of space. We had little space and our garage was my dapper dog warehouse. I had like packing tables and boxes everywhere, crap everywhere. Oh um, we had to sell like my house. <laughs> so it's just funny when you're, when you're doing all that stuff and just hustling and you just literally are surrounded by piles and piles of product. It's just I love it. I think it's amazing. And you know, yeah, we have a little trail like to our bedroom in the basement of just like product. (laughs) And then I'm like, I'm going to go get super organized. And like, then I went and got shelves (laughs) and it's just still stuff everywhere. And then what's nice about the, the, our, our big seller right now is like, literally we bag it up. We get the bulk, we bag it up. And literally yeah. then we're just shipping it into Amazon. So I take the box. Um, we, we have like case packs. So we have a, a preset box that every time we send into Amazon to make it easier. So you're not like, okay, what box am I sending in this time? We made like, this is the universal size box because it makes it also easier just to send that product in and we fill it and then they just go into Amazon. And so we're not holding that here. Thank goodness. Uh, because that would be, I think we have like 300 and some units in stock right now. And I'm like, Oh, well that's, you know, about not even a month. So we need to get some more in there. So I like, I ordered more bulk and it's coming on Monday. And then I already have it planned out to have helpers go and bag it up and, you know, just keeping and coordinating that. So you don't just have that product sitting there. Like you get it, you got a plan, you get it out, you get it sent in. That's amazing. And would you, I know that you were talking about, um, Amazon FBA. So fulfilled by Amazon. And then what's Mm -hmm. the other one again? FB. M so fulfilled by merchant. So when you see something that is going to take a longer time to get shipped to you, and it's not in prime, they are selling FBM. And some of the reasons why I, I've ran into is Amazon isn't great with it being able to track like expiration dates on products or products that, you know, could go bad. And so literally this is a way for you to help control that. If you know, you have the product, you check the expirations, all of that. Um, so that's one reason, like I've bought like candy sprinkles for some of the bath bombs, uh, and they're shipped to me at FBM, but FBA, you also have to meet a bunch of criteria. So hazmat is one of them. They have a bunch of employees that are going to be around this product and handling this product. So we several times have been kicked into hazmat because it's picked up a word that maybe like Nioli essential oil. Like mm-hmm. they're like, I don't even know what that is. So it somehow gets flagged oh, and wow. they want to make sure that their, their workers are safe. Mm-hmm. So they, they just have these automated again, processes that, that kind of pop those things out. So, uh, we've probably gone through our products being put in hazmat. I'm guessing like six times. Oh, wow. Uh, randomly. So we, but it's so much easier because you don't want to be fulfilling out of your house 
all yeah. the time. Like that's just painful. And yeah. you're missing out so much opportunity because I know when I shop, I, I hit the prime button. Yeah. And so we're showing up in prime. People can get it in two days and it's, I don't have to go and mess with it. And it's actually from a cost perspective, if you're offering free shipping, I feel like the cost to me as a business owner is, is actually sometimes even less by me selling it through Amazon because they have such crazy shipping deals with UPS, their own team of drivers. You know, they just, I, I'm sometimes like, how do they ship that and pay themselves for $8? I know. Because it would cost me $10 to ship that with a priority padded mailer. And I'm like, I don't understand how is that so efficient, but it's the volume. They're just doing tons of it. I know Amazon is crazy. Um, and of course I live in, well, I live right outside Seattle, which is like Amazon land. And so yep. my husband works for Amazon. Um, so definitely team Amazon. Of course, I love supporting small business and I'm mm-hmm. all about supporting small business, but you know, Amazon has changed the way that consumers shop. And I think yes. you know, people hate on Amazon all the time, but oh, like, they, do. they have the changed, they have like literally changed the landscape of shopping online. And there's no one else that can literally get you a product. I can click on something right now and it shows up at my doorstep tomorrow. Like that is revolutionary. And I think, you yeah. know, there needs to be respect <laughs> for that. The, um, the other day, like easy. literally they want stuff quickly. Yeah. The other day I literally, my daughter is like getting anxious with online school. And so I'm like, Oh, let's get a box of fidgets. Like mm-hmm. they literally said for a dollar 30 more, I could have it delivered within three hours. Oh, and I'm wow. like, yes, please. <laughs> I'm going to pay more. Like that is amazing. Cause then we had it for school the next morning. Like, well, there's no, you know, no, like, Oh, when is it going to come? Well, yeah, it's here. And now yeah. they start doing overnight deliveries. So some of my orders, cause we have two uh, distribution centers literally within 15 minutes of my house. And so we're getting deliveries from like midnight to eight in the morning. Now is they added an extra delivery timeframe because before they weren't delivering, you know, in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Amazon's just crazy. I don't know. Um, so it's an opportunity. Like it's a huge opportunity once it's, once you figure it out. Yeah. And like my experience with Amazon is super little. I had obviously my pet subscription business and I, um, I sold an Amazon two ways. One was we were invited to be part of their subscription box model, which was like a new thing. And so, um, at the time now I think you can just apply for it at the time you had to be invited. So the, someone at Amazon invited me and it was an interesting process to get my product listed. It took a couple months. It took a lot of, oh my God gosh, a lot of work, <laughs> not even paperwork, but just like getting the listing. So we had like a land, we would get our own little landing page. So it wasn't like mm. brand registered, but it was almost like a little mini landing page. And so you had to submit all these different images and the exact dimension with this thing. And it was like, yep. so particular, it was a very interesting process. And my landing page definitely looked really awesome because I had so many amazing images and I hired or not hired, but like I, a girl that would help me take photos sometimes she is a graphic designer. So I would basically, I mapped out my entire Amazon page with the types mm-hmm. of photos that you needed. And I had her retake photos for me. Like you, we need this with this product here. We need a box with the product next to it. And so she did all the photos for me with like That's pretty amazing. backgrounds. It was amazing. So my listing looked incredible, which is wh- probably why I got a lot of subscriptions from it. Um, mm-hmm. 
So that was fine. Um, my margin was very small just because Amazon takes, you know, a percentage of it. But for me, I was like, I want brand exposure. I want my name to be out there more. And every customer I'm getting, at least for the Amazon, I just viewed it as people are still posting on social media and it'll help my brand get out there more, you know? And then what I would do is I listed my business on Amazon as a seller to get rid of my product. So all the excess product from my boxes, I would, as long as I was legally allowed to, like, you can't just list as, you know, you know, you can't just list a product on Amazon. You have to be allowed to. So I would list all these random things that I couldn't, that that I had excess inventory over and they would just sell. Mm -hmm. You're like, how does, you don't know how Amazon just sells your crap, but they do. You list something Mm -hmm. like the dumbest toy, dog toy you could ever think of. And people just buy it. It's so weird. And I would just get rid of stuff. And it was, it was, so I view Amazon as this amazing place that I was able to get rid of all my excess inventory from. And like, it was great. I had no issues. I think I had like maybe one or two people that complained about something, but pretty, pretty, it was pretty smooth. Um, but I do feel like with Amazon, there is such an opportunity, whether, you know, you're making something or would you, sorry, I'm like, diverging a little. Um, would you recommend someone if they have product, do you recommend CA? I'm, I'm assuming you do just cause you don't have to ship stuff. I but. do. Well, not only the shipping and taking that off your plate, literally mm-hmm. the fee for us to sell, you know, bath bombs on Amazon and get it shipped. Mm-hmm. Like I can't ship it for that. Like they, it is either really comparable or almost, you know, a little bit cheaper to pay that FBA fee um, because their 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 shipping is so cheap. So like it just it makes more sense um, to me on a lot of mm-hmm. things. And and I've talked to other business owners who are like, I just like that fee by time I you know it just doesn't make sense for me to do it. And I think literally you have to look at okay if you had to go in touch and like get everything you got to order your your pickup and do all the things and keeping up with it. Like what's nice is I know you're a big fan of just like doing a a whole bunch of like podcasting one day or a whole bunch of, you know, social media. You can do, I'm going to do and send in a whole bunch of, yeah, we're batching all of our packages into Amazon at once. So it's more efficient and you're not dealing with these one off, uh, you know, and, and plus that's stressful you know, having like, okay, I got all these orders through Amazon because they also like, you need to be timely when you are sending these packages out. Otherwise you're going to be in the corner, you know, not, not presented to anybody. Oh my God. I have a funny story. My account, I'm not sure if my account got shut down or they, they um, suspended my account because I didn't ship. uh, There was like Mm -hmm. a weekend where I think I went away and the packages were not submit like they weren't submitted into Amazon. Yeah, you have to like enter that you sub- submitted yeah, uh, sent them so or they whatever. Suspended my account and I had to go through this like appeal process and I was like so upset. Yeah. I just lost my way of getting rid of all this inventory for my box. And um, I was also I think that was right before I sold my business and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm like now, I don't know. You don't I want just, that to look bad." <laughs> yeah, so I had to go through this appeal process and they reinstated my account. There was it was fine, but yeah, Amazon mm-hmm. If you do not send your stuff out right away, you will get, yeah. you know, you have to, so you have to have a procedure. Like if you want to go away for a week 
or take vacation. Yeah. Somebody else is taking care of it or you pause your listing. Yeah. So, and I think people probably just forget to pause it. So I don't know. There's a lot Mm -hmm. that goes into it, but I'm all for, if I ever started another product business, I'm not sure that I would, but you know, we never say never. I would never Never know. I know I can, I personally can never say never because I come up with a new idea pretty much on a daily basis, probably just as you do. Um, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't, I never want to be the person in my house packing and stuffing inventory and shipping stuff out. I did that for almost three Mm -hmm. years. And one of my biggest mistakes with my business was not outsourcing, you know, not hiring help. Mm -hmm. I should have never been, you know, shipping out thousands of products per month in my Mm -hmm. year. That's a Um, lot. Yeah. It was such a waste of time. And, you know, you don't know that until you actually go through having a business and learn what to do, what not to do. So it's, it's, it's all good. I have no regrets, but like that would be, I would not do that again. (laughs) So it's a lot easier if you just batch it one day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you batch it, send it in. Um, you do got to give it time to distribute. So like, I could just explain that um, quickly. So we have these case packs of our product that we send to our the main distribution hub that is nearby, which for some reason for us, that's in Illinois, which I, it's kind of weird to me. Like, couldn't we just go and drop off to the local Amazon place and like that would help save shipping? But no, nope, it goes to Illinois. And then once it gets to Illinois, they literally have all these like little internal shuffles that they'll take you know, three and send it down to whatever distribution center in Texas and three to New York and three to here, but they take care of that, which is so amazing. But that process, because their first priority is we need to get packages out. And then second priority is we need to get inventory into our distribution center. So we have seen, especially when you get around the holidays, it gets really crazy. Like our product isn't fully distributed after we sent in an Amazon shipment for almost a month. So oh, you wow. need to make sure that you're also planning, okay, if I'm selling 10 a day and I have X amount, they usually recommend, like right now they're re- recommending we send 350 units of our new product in. So mm-hmm. we, you can listen to their recommendation because obviously they're using tools for forecasting. But, you know, sometimes you're just like, well, like, all of a sudden the last week we're selling 15 a day. So should I be sending in more? And sometimes if you like have inventory that isn't moving, they start capping the amount of inventory you have because there's an inventory score that they look at like this person when they send inventory and we're not going to have it. It's, it's taking up warehouse space and it's not selling. So like we're going to start penalizing this business and say, you can't send your crap in here because it's not sell- selling. And, or right now, like with, they want us to send in tons of our other product because they know that it's going to be in and out of their distribution center quicker than, than other products. So, um, that whole process is kind of interesting, but you, you need to make sure you're on top of it because you don't want to run out. Like when you run out, they almost like derank you from an SEO standpoint. Like just think of your website being wiped clean um, with wow. all keywords and backlinking you've ever had because you went and got a new website template. It's basically oh the same thing when you run out of inventory. 
That's horrible. And I can imagine with COVID affecting, I know like one of my clients, they basically now have no holiday product because it's still sitting in China on a boat, yep. like ready to be on a boat. It's literally still stuck there and now second week of November. And so they have no yep. holiday product. So that Ooh, kind of stuff, terrible. you know, that can completely like ruin your holiday season for your business, um, which is crazy. So when it comes to Amazon and like the, your listing pages, you were talking about a tool earlier that you can get information on competitors mm -hmm. and keywords. So how, what tool is that? Do you mind me asking? So the, one of the tools that we have is called jungle scout, but okay. my husband has signed up for a myriad of them over the years. Um, some of them costing even to around a hundred bucks a month because some of them will oh. give you a lot more data than others. And they have some, you know, insight or API with Amazon to be able to get all of these like forecasting of, um, let's just say wow. you're wondering, okay, how many of like, you're looking at three people that are selling a similar product. Like how many are they selling of each one of those a month? And then it actually tells you about what their fee is as well. So you get an mm. idea what their profit is. Um, but you oh, of wow. course don't know the, the cost of the product. So, you know, you, you kind of have to speculate, well, if I was selling the exact same thing, I think I can buy this for X. So that's what my, my margin would look like. Mm, wow. So that's Jungle so Scout is one of them, but there's literally like, I think one's called Hrefs. Um, we, we just, I mean, he, he's looked at a million and I'm like, oh, another shiny tool, but you know, it's, you never know if that shiny tool is going to be like the coolest thing ever. So there, I mean, I, I, so I started using Uber suggest only seven months ago as an SEO keyword tool. Mm -hmm. And I have subscribed to other ones that were, I think it was like a hundred or either 100, $200 a month for this SEO tool that I found to be very challenging to use. And I, then discovered um, Uber suggests from someone that was on my podcast. They are SEO experts, and they said, "Oh yeah, Uber suggest," and it's by Neil Patel, who I love. And I was mm -hmm. like, "Oh, okay, let me try that tool." I don't know why I didn't try it before, and I am it's great. Like, I, will, I love it. I will, I will like literally have that for life. It's like the greatest mm -hmm. keyword tool, and it's so much cheaper than the other tool that Everything is else. way more expensive. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's just amazing. So. It's just a point of, you know, you have to sort of try different tools to see which one works for you. And sometimes the ones that are not very expensive are actually better than the expensive ones. So, yeah, yeah, but it's nice yeah. to be able to that just, there's a tool that can help you make educated decisions, but you also can like search on Amazon and like, am I having a hard time like finding this product if it's something that you use or like mm -hmm. this it, I mean, how we kind of came up with it, this product is only in FBM. So like, let's, I, that's a pretty big opportunity to, to yeah. capitalize on. Okay. That's amazing. And when it comes to your listing, how, how important are the photos? I know Amazon is like a stickler with your product photos. Um, how important are things like product photos, descriptions, using the right keywords, do you want to talk about stuff a little bit? So we, um, 
literally I'm going through now that I've been working with you for a while, like redoing all my photos. I've literally like invested in lighting. I've, you know, I got a new fancy iPhone, which I think takes just as great pictures. And so I'm really working on that. Uh, but we, um, he, he was actually using some different optimization tools that will tell you like where you're ranking, where you're showing up. Um, but really just going in and doing a simple search. So we're, we're right now trying to rank for our new product line that we launched under the new brand. So we were originally on page 15 and by going in and just playing with the keywords and selling a few of them, we've now moved to organically ranking on page three. So okay. our hopes were, and what happened because there was no competitors is that with our other listing, we were on page one, almost within three weeks, but tweaking oh, wow. little things helps you get ranked just like SEO on your website. You know, you yeah. need to look at like what keywords are people searching? And then there's just like so many tools out there that kind of help you do that. Uh, mm -hmm. But I know that uh, we really just like went hard and fast with the other one because there was no competitor. So that's why it's so great to be able to look, okay, nobody else is really selling this product. And yeah. I've definitely had the ideas that I'm like, nobody's selling this product. It's going to be amazing. And then we look, it's because there's no search volume. So nobody's mm -hmm. searching for it. So even if you had it, it's, it's not going to be like, this is going to be yeah. amazing. So putting that together, okay, there's search volume. And also it looks like there's demand because these sellers are selling. I've looked at some products and I was like, how are they selling 10,000 of some weird, crazy thing a month? You know, but that it's happening like a lot. And uh, it, it's just, it's amazing to see like, but you know, they're making maybe not $10 profit. They're making $4 because they're just going uh, for really that, that commodity driven pricing. Yeah. So interesting. Like, you know, we were talking about this, I think it was before we started recording. I can't even remember now. Um, we were talking about how, like when I, so I'm on, so I have a YouTube channel now and I, I'm definitely getting very into it. Like I'm, a, I love it now mm -hmm. um, because of the, the power of like the power of growth that it can give you. It is, I've never seen anything. Like you post a YouTube video and depending on the search and depending on what the video is mm -hmm. and your tags, like I have one video that in just a few months it has, you know, 6,000 views. It's because no one else is really creating video content with that title or that exact sort of category. And so now on my YouTube channel, if you ever, I mean, I'm not saying that you knew, but just in general, like if you watch any of my YouTube videos, they're very much geared towards subscription box businesses, not yep. like e-commerce because no one has, there's very few people that are putting up videos for a subscription box. And so that's why now yep. all my videos starting a subscription box, um, how to create a brand for your box, like all these like super specific things around the subscription box term are blowing up because there isn't a lot of competition, but people are searching for it. So I guess my point here is that I was going off on a tangent, but I was saying that, you know, well, it's when still I'm looking on YouTube, for opportunity. You found the opportunity. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, but just doing that due diligence and like doing your keyword research and, just seeing like, are people searching for something and there's not a lot of stuff out there? Like that is a great opportunity. Um, but 
I feel like I went on a total tangent and then now I forget what I was talking about. So anyway, yeah, YouTube is great. I love YouTube, but, um, oh, I think, okay. I know what I was talking about. So on YouTube, I get targeted from this girl who has courses or something. I don't know. She's like, I made, I make $2 million. <laughs> I make $2 million a month selling like body shape wasters on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the F? Like, is that, is that actually that is real? A thing. That is a thing. Um, yes. It's so funny, but you know, when, the more that you're talking about it and how, when someone has a product and there's just search volume and there's opportunity and you can get it manufactured, you really can sell like $2 well, dollars. They also have a program that it's, I think it's called dragon boat or something like that, that literally some of those products that are coming from China. Like they come from China. You never touch it. It literally just goes right into uh, the Amazon distribution centers. And so yeah. like, you're, you're not, you're not doing anything like with my, my husband, <laughs> he was taking all the product and literally would have a container shipped over. Mm-hmm. Then he would get this container with pallets of product. Oh, wow. Like literally, I think he, when I first met him, he had like 15 pallets in his, his garage. Luckily he had a big <laughs> garage, but it was like just pallets and pallets of stuff. And you I know, he would so go funny. in and and take and like I know with the hoses they put uh a, you know the hoses in a, a specialty bag he had made and then he had some like hose guarantee that like he called the truth and hosing act <laughs> like that he would replace the hose if it went bad and so mm-hmm. he put that little card in there and you know so it, it but it was a process it's a, a big process but those big sellers are literally just shipping it right into Amazon. And that's how they, they literally probably can just keep afloat with that. That is so crazy. How, like, how does that work though? How do you have a product that you just can just ship from there? Do you have to have some sort of system where, you know, the product well, is being... like, literally, I think the the manufacturer has to have the capability. Like I was just talking to a dog toy manufacturer and they were like showing me, they were like, we have the capability to sh- to directly ship in. So You don't have to do anything. So I think some of them, because they know they're like starting to, and even when you go on Alibaba, it's so interesting because they're like hot selling Amazon toy is a keyword for them. Wow. So I'm sure people are in there searching like Amazon products, they're hot sellers, Amazon products or whatever. um, And they're trying to capitalize because it's making it so much easier. And especially with all the shipping issues people are having right now with, like boats um, basically surrounding the base, not being able to get in, um, yeah. you know, they're, they're trying to find anything that's going to speed up that process and not going to your warehouse and sitting there and then being sent in after somebody creates yeah. a shipment is cutting out a good chunk of time. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. I will, sh- I'll start like a waste trainer business if I don't have to actually ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm really not going to start that business, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. This was amazing. Yeah, Jenny, that, like- that waste oh. trainer. I think I've heard of him before that waste trainer guy. There's actually a guy that, uh, literally he started a, uh, business selling these waste trainers. And I think he sells like $2.5 million of them on Amazon. And it's a guy owning that business, but he heard his mom and all of his friends talking about like, they couldn't find a shapewear that they liked. And so he started researching and he found a manufacturer that he has some things tweaked with. And so now he's wow. just like 
blowing it up and it's a guy selling shapewear. So like it really is kind of endless possibilities. Yeah, no, I love that. And I get targeted for their ads all the time on, on YouTube, like my course and and I'll show you how to make $10 million a month selling this fucking stupid product. on Amazon. And I'm always like, stop targeting me. I don't want to take your course. Um, You're wasting your money. Yeah. YouTube ads. Um, so I know we've been talking for a really long time. Thank you so much. You are amazing. Maybe like one last thing. Um, what are, what would be like, if someone could have told, given you advice before you started with Amazon, what would it have been to help you save time or save money on like a mistake that you made? So like one of the biggest things is I would want to test a product with small quantities and small quantity testing just like isn't effective. You don't have like, of course, if you got something on there, like we originally tested our new product and I think we sent in like 80, but like I tested some products before that, that I'd send in like 20 and that's just not enough to test. Like when you can't get a good sample you could have randomly sold one by happenstance. You don't know if you have a proven concept until you get a quantity and then all of a sudden you see, and then that's going to help with your momentum. And then you just like, you can take that momentum and, and run with it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, okay. You're amazing. Um, tell everyone oh, where they can find you, where they can also find your amazing products on Amazon. If you want to share any of that, um, but yeah, where can people find you if they want to connect with you and learn more about your amazing Amazon knowledge and your, um, phytophysies products. So I'm on all the socials at phytophysies. And then of course we have our website, which is phytophysies.com. And all of your listeners, of course, can use a coupon code um, with your wonderful name, Carrie to save 10% off. Uh, and then also like I have a personal social at Jenny Beck. And so you can kind of see like my adorable children. And I also am an avid gardener. And then I post business things for several of the businesses that I own and this kind of day in the life. And so that's J E N I B E C H T on Instagram. I didn't know a gardener either. I did. That's something I have new. an urban flower farm. I don't, we never talked about that. Oh, no, literally I mean, I know the you last have your flower business, but is that where your oh, flowers no, come from? <laughs> a good chunk of them. Yes. I, two years ago when COVID um, happened, I like, my mom was an avid gardener and all of a sudden, like I went to this flower farm and took this class and like, just got inspired and literally dug up half of our yard. My husband is so understanding. Standing, but last year I planted 250 dahlias and had 250 additional feet of garden bed just with tons of flowers. So there's lots of pretty dahlias on there. <laughs> I love dahlias. They're so beautiful. Yes, I've been, it's not beautiful when you have to dig up their tubers at the end of the year. And literally I have crates and crates and crates here in my um, work workshop right now. So super oh fun. God. But they're worth it in, in September. You actually have to dig it out of the ground, like the what the plant grows out of. You put it in the spring because we're in Minnesota and it's cold AF here. And so in in the fall, you have to dig it out because it'll be mush because it freezes and gets gross. So every year I dig out each tuber out of the ground and I've been digging 250 of them. So holy crap. Wow. Yeah, it's a project, a but it's a fun project. 
Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I, yeah, I have no idea, but I guess that makes sense. So I love that. <laughs> that makes sense. Just another thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. I Thank feel like you, you just shared so much goodness on Amazon. And I feel like I learned a lot. I'm like ready, ready. to start looking into Amazon opportunities. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Um, but you never know. So you better not, you. not right now. You got a lot going, <laughs> but your book's uh, going to do amazing on there. So like that's, that's your Amazon journey right now. Yes, that's true. That's true. I'm going to call it quits with my kid's book, but all right. Thank you, Jenny, so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.